To those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Welcome back. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ. Real talk. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Excuse me. Welcome back to the show. I'm getting tongue-tied. I guess I'm talking too much, but that's not going to stop me. Okay, I left off with this. Spreading out the problem, and it is a problem to someone else's neighborhood or demographic area, it's not the answer. That's not going to stop the problem. Okay, it's not going to stop the problem. Most of the illegal immigrants will not feel comfortable up north of where the most wealthy whites at anyway. They will not be tolerated and they are not allowed in certain areas to do what they could do like they can do in the South in Chicago. That's my opinion, you know, in Chicago the South. Because of the culture, it's more closer to the way they live anyway, especially if you come to countries from Mexico, Colombia, or Venezuela. That culture and area, they're kind of familiar with a lower class poor area. They're not in a wealthy North. So it got to do with feelings. They would they would love it, but they know they would not be accepted there. So they feel more comfortable, and may, many of them probably feel they would be more welcome because they have something in common in the living conditions and stuff like that. Not saying all blacks are poor and ghettoish. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about the area, even the middle class. They're more comfortable with that, especially the Spanish. Now that does not mean. They like each other because they're Spanish, just like a lot of blacks. Because you're black, don't mean blacks don't like each other. You know how that goes. You know, we like dogs. You know, I like a dog, walk past each other, and they look at it, and they ground all of a sudden, they fight. And you wonder why they fight? Because they don't like each other. Most blacks treat each other like that sometimes. <laughs> you know, look at each other, and they want to fight. They don't like each other because of our culture and what they you know, it's a lack of not trusting your own ethnicity and your own culture. That's what it comes down to. You just don't trust each other because of your environment. But I'm not here to talk about that. Uh, the mostly immigrants, I believe, is used to that surrounding and culture of the of the black areas and some low class or living Latino areas. You know, I believe, I believe, you know, but that's not the answer. Now, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to. I know I'm a, I'm a, Ibadis, Ibadis, I'm a, I'm a. <laughs> U-M-M-A-N-A-N-Y-R. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. But when I ride the bus and I look around, before I get into this, I, I, I might be wrong, but I apologize to this young lady, but it sounded like she said, I live in a high rise and when I was talking to this young lady and it I got the feeling that she was saying she live in a high-rise and she don't want high-rise area. Now, what is a high-rise area in Chicago? That's when that's a person that's well-off. She was one of the followers. That, she probably was running the show, but I believe she probably, she may have been wealthy. I'm not sure. She was 
she looked a Caucasian, I'm not going to say that, and she could have been Polish or whatever, but she lived in a high-rise, and you don't live in a high-rise unless you got some money. You don't live in a high-rise unless you got some, you got some funk, you got some, you got F-U-N-K, I didn't say the other word, some funk, unless you got some green, unless you got some money to live in a high-rise, especially in Chicago, because only usually the wealthy and well-off live in high-rises. So, evidently, the illegal immigration problems are getting close to that area. So they're going to speak up. You, you see how this is going? The blacks are protesting against it now, which is cool. The Latinos, when it came to that area, they're protesting against it now because it came in that area. They didn't do it because it was in the black areas, and the blacks didn't do it because it was in the Latino areas. They only done it when it was in that front yard. They spoke up. Now, neither one of them, the blacks, or the Latinos, or the Asians, or the Caucasians had nothing, had nothing really to say about illegal immigration, period, when it was in Texas and it was in Florida or parts of California, Arizona. Not talking about Chicago now. You didn't hear no marching and protesting. I'm not talking about everybody either. I'm saying you had a, a crumbs of some, but you did not see all this going on. Why? Because it wasn't in front of y'all. It wasn't in their front of y'all. That goes for the blacks, it goes for the Latinos, it goes for the Caucasian, you know, Asians or whatever. Now, if you start going to Chinatown and stuff like that, you may see a lot of Asians marching and protesting. Chinatown in Chicago, you see what I'm saying? As long as it's not in your front yard, you don't push against it too much. You had nothing to say about sanctuary cities when they want to come into Chicago. Now, since they're coming here, now all of a sudden you're against it. You see the hypocrisy? Okay, I've got to keep bringing that up because it's hypocrisy, you see. But anyway, let's talk about the illegal immigrants. The issue, and you might not want me to say this, but now let's talk about the sadness of these, these illegal immigrants. And we're not, the, people, the ones that I'm talking about is mainly the children and a lot of the women, a lot of the females. Not all, because they could be dirty and killers themselves. And I'm not going to get into from the rumors of you might have Hamas. See, it's more than just Latinos coming in. They're coming from different countries. They're coming from different countries. And what comes with that? You have terrorists. It's easy to get here. They're coming from China. They're coming from uh, Saudi Arabia. I mean, Iran and stuff like that. You know, they're coming from different countries now. And they and I believe some of them have a motives. That's the scary part. You know, and that could be happening. So if you hear a few bombs going off, don't be surprised. Because why not? This is an opportunity for really to do some damage to America. This is serious than what you think, folks. This is more serious than what you think. Because I have no doubt you have terrorists here that's setting up. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I won't be surprised. You know, I'm more close to believing that it's not, but it could happen. I don't want to be that naive, so I leave myself open that it could happen until I got some concrete proof from my certain sources that it has been discovered. Many are saying that you do have terrorists here planning on some attacks. Maybe this shooter is one of them, even though you're a Caucasian. You just don't know. The shooter that shot at shooting up all these people could have been paid. We don't know that. Why is it happening now? After all this other tournament, illegal immigration stuff, all of a sudden you got a mass shooting. And this guy is still a loose. When are you going to let loose again before he take his own life? If he take his own life. 
You see what I'm saying? How do we know this is not part of a terrorist attack? Because he's Caucasian, he's white, you think all Caucasians? Oh, you think all terrorists is what, from the Middle East? <laughs> no. No. Timothy Vivay was very white in Caucasian. The shooters in Atlanta, Georgia were black, and they was terrorists. So don't don't get stuck on melanin. Don't get stuck on color. A terrorist can be any color. Okay, my point is, watch out for that. But let's talk about some of the innocent illegal immigrants, like uh, some of the mothers and, and the dads. But let's just, let's strictly, I want to talk about the females and the children. When I ride the bus and I look out in the bridge, and I see this this couple has a child, and this lady with her baby in his hand, and the guy, he's got the sign and talking about refugees and stuff like that. See, you see a lot of them marching across the street. Not marching, but they walk across the street and they come in bunches. I guess the buses let them off over there. That's the first time I've seen that. And they're walking, and I know they, they feel uncomfortable with everybody staring at them because they know they're not from here. And I heard they predominantly Venezuela. Because Venezuela done the same thing in Colombia, and there's a lot of Venezuela doing it in Europe, in the Spain area, in France. So the majority of them, from what I'm hearing, that's coming to Chicago is from Venezuela. They're torn down Marxist country that used to be ran by Chavez. Venezuela, so a lot of them, what I heard is from Venezuela, so a lot of Venezuelans and stuff like that. It's not Mexicans, but Venezuelans. But my point is, they're Spanish. And a lot of them come with their families, I believe, because it's been, you know, it's been proven. They, they they know they can get further if they got kids with them because they know they're going to, this even in the red states, they're going to protect the children. But they might deport the moms or they might deport the dads especially, but they might try to make room for the, the, the mom or the child. So a child is like a pawn to use to get through the country and get first choice in certain shelters when you got a child. And that does happen. But the sad thing about that, when you just don't have no room, somebody's going to get left out when it comes to illegal immigrants, unless they got some money to pay somebody. Because money talks. (laughs) Money talks. And a lot of these illegal immigrants don't got no money. So for the ones that don't have the right money and stuff like that, they're going to get left out on the streets and wind up worse than they was in their country because some of them left their homes. It might not be the best homes, but some of them left their homes. And some of them probably were sleeping somewhere else, but I'm talking about they probably sold their homes and paid the coyotes and the different ones like that to get here and wind up even worse on the streets. That's what I'm sad about when I look at some of these illegal immigrants because my heart goes out for them. But this is just the beginning. Why? Because everybody knows about the dreadful, rugged winters in Chicago and New York. See, the, you know, and I was talking to someone else about that. A, a lot of these people that's coming from these hot countries never been in cold weather. A lot of them have it somehow, but a lot of them have it. They don't know nothing about cold weather. They don't know nothing about snow. Some of them never been in snow. They probably seen it on TV, I'm sure, but they never lived in snow. And, you know, how their survival skills when it comes to real rugged, cold winters. I don't care how many coasts they got on, but the snow is a double whammy. How they going to survive that, we will see. I would not be surprised. I was telling one of my co-workers the other day, I would not be surprised 
if they stop finding bodies when the winter really get bad. Because, sad to say, and I, I, I really, really, this really hurt me, it's sad to say, I'm not hoping this don't happen, that they're going to be reporting, finding maybe some dead in the streets. That depends how many that keeps coming here. If they don't stop it, if Brandon Johnson does not stop it now, I would not be surprised if they stop finding some dead in the streets. Either murdered, or even some of the women raped from among each other. Not only my top of people here, but you have some very creepy people coming here. So it's, it's it different. But I'm just talking about the cold, rigid winters and the snow. That's what I am talking about, which is so sad. And, I, uh, you know, that's something we need to think about. And also, don't be surprised. South side or north side, whatever you live out, you might find a few of them in your backyard, cutting it up. What would you do? Would you let them in your house and whatever like that? Now, let's talk about me. If I had a home and I seen them in my backyard with a child or something like that, I will help them. I will let them in and stuff like that. But with caution, I will have to call the police. I will have to call the officers. You know, because even though they look innocent does not mean they're innocent. And even if they look bad does not mean they're bad. So it's just like a choice. And we just, I have to trust God. Especially, and the reason I'm going that route, I'm, I'm having more sympathy if it's a family with a lady and her children. I can't let that go. I'm just going to be honest with you. I will help them. Not to keep them and let them stay there. I would try to help them the best way I can to keep them warm and then let the officers go from there. You understand what I'm saying? I would not turn them down. And that also depends. If it's like a bunch of them, then I have to call someone. But my point is, I'm talking as a believer in a Christian standpoint, what I would do and stuff like that, because my heart just goes out to anybody that needs help, you know, and I have to do it by faith because I don't know what their motives are. But, you know, that's, that's my take on it, so I have to use me first. You is another reason if you got a home. So, don't be surprised if you see them in your backyard and stuff like that, you know. And let's remember, let's pray for these people and stuff like that because they are people. And yes, it's hard to differentiate who's the good ones and the bad ones. I don't care how they look. You can't go back how they look. Yes, some of them are obvious. They thugs and whatever like that. And they're not going to change. But some of them you can look at and just say, okay, they're just trying to get out that, uh, that wretched, poor country. So don't be surprised if this happened. But that's my update on what's going on here in Chicago. I don't know about the other places or only what I hear in the news. But that's what's going on here in Chicago. So I'll keep you updated in the next, not the next show, but going forward. God bless you all. is more than the sum of its parts. And creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products. That's why the experts at Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are. Bring your vision to us. 
Schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like DXV at build.com slash Ferguson. 